Our reading is from John 13, verses 34 and 35. A new command I give to you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you love one another. Amen. Thank you, Janet. Love one another. This is a time when I'm, I'm actually, people quite often preach. Uh, I prefer to do something more interactive and animated, animated, shall we say. However, the message is really quite simple. Love one another. So I thought, what does that mean? Because we hear it all the time. You know, a new commandment I have to you, that you love one another as I have loved you. Ooh, what is that all about? So, having had about 30 or 40 different ideas to what to do today, um, this one was really quite clear to me, a new commandment. To us, it's a lifelong commandment. So, what love is? What is love? So, let's go and do some research, and let's about feeling the love. Feeling the love. What is the feeling of love about? So, rather than go to the Bible, I thought I'd go to Google. First of all, uh, I quite often go to the dictionary when I do minister services and things. Um, but it says there are eight feelings. I thought, well, love's bound to be in there somewhere. So, um, eight examples of feelings. Now, this is where it's interactive. The rules are quite simple. If you think you know what it is, shout out. None of this polite hand stuff. So, I'm going to show you a picture, and you've got to tell me what the feeling is. Some are obvious, some are not so. The first one is that. Fright. Who said fright? No. Furious? No. Yes. Fear. That's the one. This is my choice of photographs. So it says the feeling, number one, is fear. Second one. <laughs> we all know that guy, don't we? Yes. The second feeling is anger. The third feeling... <laughs> You're so easy. <laughs> the third feeling is not... Aww. The third feeling is... Sadness. Let's go back a bit. Aww. Anyway. Here we go. Next one. Give to the man in the t-shirt. Joy! Joy, yes! That's sort of like... Yay, joy look. Joy. His teeth will get better one day. Right. Next. Tough one. Pardon? You're winning, you are. I tell you. It is disgust. Ben even did the facial expression for it as well. Still looking for love. So next one is... Surprise. Did you say surprise? Did you say surprise? No. It's surprise. Ta -da! Apparently, that's what surprise looks like. Well, if you book it to Google Images, you put surprise, it gives you that. So, so next one. Who was that? Trust. It is trust. With a little arrow in it as well. Trust. Now, how many is that? Is that seven? So, the next one's going to be love, isn't it? Oh. No, that's not love, is it? What's that? That's a real tough one. 
great anticipation. She said, yeah, it's Christmas. Look at that one again. Look at that. Absolutely. <laughs> it's tomorrow. Anticipation. Uh, but that was it. Love is not a feeling, according to Google. I thought, ah, right. So the next question is quite simple. When it comes to love, what on earth is it? What on earth is love? And that's when I started. Now, I am not a great scholar. I'm a great searcher and a good reader. And I searched and very quickly found something that focused on this. And it said, by this, everyone will know that you are my disciple. So the love that we have for each other is pretty important because people see it and they know that we are God's disciples because of the love we have one for another. This is pretty huge. What a great way of witnessing. You don't even need to open your mouth in some instances for people out there or in here to see that you are one of God's disciples. It's a great outpouring of spirituality to love one another as I have loved you. So, research time, I did a top 10. Now, the next top 10 is mainly the inspiration of Colin Burroughs. Because Colin, a couple of weeks ago, did a sermon about encouraging one another. And this is not a list of things that we have to do. This, I feel, will be a list of things that we recognize, a list of things, some of which we think we do, some of the things that we think, yeah, it would be great to do that. But this is a time of encouragement for us all. So there's 10. So if you can just listen to them carefully. There's no great, all the research has been done. So I'm just going to read through them, really. So the first one, number one, love is. Being willing to have your life complicated by the needs and struggles of others without impatience or anger. So going out of our way, irrespective of the cost, be it time, be it going a different route, being it whatever, without impatience, without anger, with love. So allowing our lives to be disrupted for the needs of others. That's what love is, one to another. Number two, love is one to another. Being lovingly honest and humbly approachable in times of misunderstanding. Now that's a toughie. So if there's been a misunderstanding between two people, between us, then our approach should be that of love, honesty and humility. Not anything else. Very, very hard that one. But it's something to strive for. Encourage ourselves. All of us. I am not preaching. I am reading. All of us to do this. To misunderstanding. Be honest. And be humble. Thirdly. Being more committed to unity and understanding than you are to winning or being right. That's a bit of a tough one, that one, if you think about it. But we are united. And if there are small points that we're not united on, then do they matter? We are believing that Jesus Christ rose from the dead. 
For God so loved the world, Monday morning, holiday club, that he sent his only son. Whoever believes in him shall not perish, but everlasting life. Everlasting life. That is a fact. The small points don't matter. It's about unity, about working together. Not about getting what we want because we think we're right. These are the behaviors that people say. Number four, being unwilling to do what is wrong when you have been wronged. But looking for concrete and specific ways to overcome evil with good. We've all heard the phrase, fight fire with fire. Never mention that to a firefighter. You fight fire with water. With fight fire with fire, what do we get? More fire. Absolutely more fire. So if you've been wronged, don't wrong back. Don't be prepared to. Always go that extra mile fighting fire with hum, hum, humility and love. Number five. This, I think, might sort of relate to pastoral care. Looking for each other's physical, emotional, spiritual needs so that you can support them as they carry it or encourage them along the way. We've had a number of things happen in our church. We've lost Steph, uh, which was a very sad time, but it was a day of great unity and support and encouragement for, 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 for the Mr. T and the family. And it was, a, it was a great service as we all came together. And we, the church, all came together and helped him, his family, and ourselves of our physical and spiritual needs and encouraged them. And I like the way, help them to carry it. Here, let me help you. Walk the distance with the person, um, however far that distance is. Six, moving on. Being willing to always ask for forgiveness and always being committed to grant forgiveness when it's requested. So if somebody does wrong to you and they apologize, the behavior is to accept that apology no matter how hard it is. And similarly, to ask forgiveness. If you've done wrong, say so. And that quite often is the hardest. I'll hold my hand up, I'm really bad at that. If you do something wrong, admit it, you've done something wrong. And then, Give forgiveness. Seven, recognizing the high value of trust in a relationship and being faithful to your promises and true to your word. Yes, I will is very easy to say. We're encouraged here to go the extra mile and this is the behaviors that people see. They're always there for them. They're always here for me. They're always there for each other. They're always there as a team. True to your word. If, you say we, if we say we're going to do something, the behavior is that we will do it. And people will see this and see that we are God's disciples. Speaking kindly and gently, even in moments of disagreement. Oh, it's a toughy one. Refusing to attack the other person's character or assault their intelligence. The first part is the most important part for me, which is speaking kindly and gently, even in moments of disagreement. Um, raising your voice. I have a little phrase that says, life is not like EastEnders. Generally, you can't fall out on Tuesday and be okay on Thursday, like they do tend to be at EastEnders. Not that I've ever watched it. Um, life isn't like EastEnders. And it's this idea, again, of being gentle in moments of disagreement. And that makes the gaps smaller. The rifts don't happen. Um, and the healing process much easier as we go on.
Number nine, refusing to be self-focused. It's all about me. Or demanding, but instead looking for specific ways to serve, support, and encourage, even when you are busy or tired. I'm going to pick on Lynn here. Sorry, Lynn. I was so happy you shared that. Because everybody in the holiday club knows that Lynn's had a tough job this week. And she's done it so well and so humbly, even though she's been really quite a tiring role. And I want to encourage, sorry Lynn, but it's, I want to encourage you and everybody, and me, we want to encourage each other to go and, and when we're a bit tired, to go that extra mile, but because the rewards, I'm so happy that Lynn shared that with us, the rewards are there to see. And another thing about this one here is that everybody noticed the work that Lynn had done, the quiet work in the background. I'm sorry, Lynn, we always say don't pick on individuals, but it was really encouraged. I'm encouraged that Lynn now is able to stand up here and say that, which is great. Ten. Oh, here we go. The willingness to have less free time, less sleep, and a busier schedule in order to be faithful what God has called you to be and to do. This is a priorities one. We like our free time. We like... <laughs> we like our sleep <laughs> uh, and we, we have busy schedules and it's a question of when we move those around to do God's work that's what the people see they see us behave like this and they see us acting as God's disciples by this all shall know that you are my disciples so the people look at these behaviors and this is Christian living as we love one for another so love is. Now I've prepared this. Pam said to me, where's all that come from? Where's the basis of everything you've just said? Because these 10 were, were as, as a study done by a gentleman who's never forgotten. And, and they were quite deep. But he had one verse only. And the verse is our memory verse for today. And it's a really short one. And it's a verse that many people actually don't realize comes from the Bible, but it does. Do to others as you would have them do to you. Now, I always suspected it came from the Bible, to be honest with you, uh, and it's right in the middle of Luke as well, so it's there for all to see. But if you reflect on those 10 points we've just had and think, well, I'd like to be treated like that, so therefore, this is how I should treat others. Do unto others as you would have them do to you. Now, I'm not going to... If, if you are... If you want to be treating badly, then just don't just step aside. But uh, the general rule still applies. We all want to be treated in a loving, caring way. And therefore, mirror that. And if somebody doesn't love you in a treating, caring way, love us in a treating, caring way, we fight fire with... Ben, absolutely brilliant Ben all the time it's fighting fire with water it's about reconciliation we've heard unity about going the extra mile when we're tired Rachel must be absolutely exhausted <laughs> the work that you're not alright, you're great, thanks Rachel so the memory verse that we all can take away today is a very simple one Luke 6.31 doesn't matter where it is doesn't matter what matters is do to others 
as you would have them do to you. And people will know that you are my disciples. So that's the end of that. Now to finish, I've got a few pages to turn here. We're going to have three songs to finish. The first one is called A New Commandment. And it's a time, it's a quieter song to to reflect on love one another as I have loved you. So we will, uh, I'd like the band are jumping to their feet now, aren't they? (laughs) Do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. Oh, I'm in the band, aren't I? Yeah. Sorry. Sorry.